Welcome to the Missing Chapter Podcast, where you will hear some of the least known, obscure, and entertaining stories the history textbooks left out. Starring Phil Horander and Phil Schaff. Just over a century ago, a young boy was born into a modest family in the small eastern Montana community of Miles City. The youngest of eight siblings, the boy grew up with his aunt and uncle on a farm that, in addition to a variety of different animals, grew chickens. This boy's life did not begin without tragedy. His twin sister died at birth and his mother some two days later. The heartbreak he endured at a young age would help shape him into the man he would become and ultimately chart the course for his life of scientific discovery that would change the studies of science and medicine for the entire world. Far removed from the places usually thought of as pinnacles of scientific discovery, Maurice Hilleman graduated from Custer County High School in 1937 and was ready to begin a job at a local J.C. Penney store. That very well might have been the end to our story had it not been for one of Hilleman's brothers who intervened. Despite the lingering grip of the Great Depression, Hilleman's oldest brother persuaded the family to find a way to send the teenager to college and further his education and foster his love for science. And so, Maurice Hilleman continued on to Montana State University, where he would go on to graduate at the top of his class, and then to the University of Chicago, where he would study microbiology. At approximately 1 a.m. on March 21, 1963, Hilleman was asleep at his home in Lafayette Hill, a suburb outside of Philadelphia, when his five-year-old daughter, Gerald Lynn, woke him with a sore throat. Dr. Hilleman felt the side of her face and then the telltale swelling beneath her jaw. He tucked her back into bed and tried his best to keep her comfortable. Hilleman knew at once that his daughter had developed a case of the mumps, a painful swelling of the salivary glands. For most children, mumps was a nuisance disease, but for others, it would result in permanent impaired hearing, and in some cases, deafness. Dr. Hilleman quickly dressed and drove 20 minutes to pick up proper sampling equipment from his laboratory. Returning to his home, he woke Gerald Lynn long enough to swab the back of her throat and immerse the specimen in a nutrient broth. Then he drove back to properly store it in his laboratory freezer. Today, 95% of American children receive the MMR, the vaccine for measles, mumps, and rubella, that Dr. Hilleman invented, starting with the mump strain he collected that night from his daughter. A respectable story to this point. From here, Hilleman would devote his life to medicine, specifically understanding and formulating methods of protecting humans from the most dangerous, infectious diseases that plagued the globe at the time. Working for decades in the pharmaceutical industry, Hilleman would go on to develop more than 40 vaccines, nine of which are part of the 14 essential vaccines administered to infants. Also included in his resume, hepatitis A, hepatitis B, and meningitis. His work and his vaccines have protected untold millions of children around the world from these devastating ailments and premature death. One of his accomplishments would have been enough for one person for a lifetime, said Paul Offit, an infectious disease specialist at Children's Hospital of Philadelphia and Hilleman's biographer. One vaccine, however, was never enough for Hilleman. He was known to carry around a handwritten note in his back pocket, a list of all the diseases he wished to still cure. According to Anthony Fauci, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases and the leading specialist in the American response to COVID-19, Hilleman's ability to produce effective vaccines was due, in part, 
to his uncanny ability to properly balance safety and speed. Hilleman's ability to marshal people and resources were key even earlier on in his career and prior to many of his vaccine discoveries. In 1957, when, acting on reports from Hong Kong signaling a looming flu pandemic, he persuaded U.S. chicken farmers not to kill their roosters as part of a public health mobilization. Having grown up himself on a chicken farm, Hilleman knew the seasonal cycles of poultry production, and his foresight on the need for enough fertilized eggs ensured the country had the necessary raw materials for mass vaccination production. Using a vaccine, he developed. In considering Hilleman's impact and legacy, there's an obvious puzzle. Why is the leading vaccinologist in history so unknown? According to Fauci and other prominent scientists in the field, the answer is twofold. First, Hilleman spent his time working in industry rather than academia, which he found too slow. Second, and perhaps most telling, is that Hilleman cared little about fame or credit. His priority and single motivation seemed to be creating vaccines and saving lives rather than putting his name on scientific papers and journals. Epidemiologists often refer to the decades after World War II as the golden age of vaccinology. It might be more accurate to dub it the Hilleman period. According to one estimate, his vaccines saved nearly 8 million lives a year. His discoveries launched several branches of molecular biology and immunology and helped jumpstart the quest for antiviral medications. In addition to the obvious, his creation of so many valuable vaccines, the story of Maurice Hilleman, a poor kid who got an opportunity to go to college and ended up saving millions of lives, proves the power of education. Hilleman's widow, Lorraine, links her husband's drive to his childhood upbringing on their family farm, his mother's death from childbirth, his twin sister's death, and his innate awareness of loss. Miles City, Montana was especially hard hit during the 1918 flu pandemic, and he would grow up hearing stories of many family struggles and grief. He was really motivated to prevent suffering of people, and he couldn't stand to see adults suffer either, she explained in an interview from her home in California. He grew up in such an inhospitable place that he learned resilience at a very young age. This has been a missing chapter short your quick fix for one of history's forgotten stories in a busy world. Listen to more shorts as well as full-length episodes on Spotify and all other major podcast providers.